Greetings! What's up, friends? Welcome back to another weekly update. Before we dive in, how's everybody doing? How's everyone surviving this chaos? I hope everyone's okay. Uh, for my own personal update, it's sober October and we're freaking amped up for that. I was inspired to do this because of Joe Rogan. This is my third year doing Sober October. It is an awesome challenge. I highly encourage everyone and anyone to take part. And it's not too late to take part. It's only October 4th today when I'm recording this, so you should just go ahead and do it. Uh, my boy Joe had me scared, though, because for a second, he was on the fence about it, and he was about to not do it. And I was about to be really pissed because he got me into this 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 shiz so but he didn't he didn't bitch out and he's excited now i'm excited so let's go we're gonna work out every single day we're gonna drink so much water and be so hydrated we're cleansing the soul and the body and we're feeling great and excited so join in join me it's freaking awesome okay so little reminder don't forget you guys can watch these episodes on YouTube as well if you're into a good old visual podcast. I always link the YouTube channel in the description, so definitely check the YouTube channel out and subscribe, etc. All right, let's just hop right in. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the show. I'm Belle Solonat, and you're listening to 100% BS. So, obviously... The biggest event of the past week was the debate. Okay, if you missed it, you literally live under a rock, which is fine. That's okay if you missed it, because honestly, it was so stressful and such an anxiety inducing event. It was a total shit show, as they say. Okay, my first and probably most important question is, uh, excuse me, President Trump, why are you so orange? genuinely who is in charge of this man's bronzer or foundation it's not it's not a good it's not good you're literally orange i yeah um but anyway getting into more serious topics about the debate uh first of all actually before i jump into any of that if you want a really good take on on the debate and honestly anything politics and news related, you guys should really check out Crystal and Sagar from this show called The Rising. Uh, it's on YouTube. I'll link in the description. Um, it's probably one of the only news sources that I genuinely trust, in my opinion. Uh, these guys are fantastic. Uh, they, do, they just do a really good job of presenting the news from both sides. They're willing to be critical of their own party, of their own, uh, you know, politicians that they like the best. Crystal is kind of, is, is Democrat, is the Democrat, and Sagar is Republican, although they both share a lot of beliefs, and they're very willing to be critical of both sides. And the most beautiful thing is that when they disagree, they get along. <laughs> Amazing. I love that. I just love that. So anyways, um, specifically for the debate, they had a really great analysis that I highly recommend watching. Uh, you can check out their Instagrams and their YouTube. I'll link them all below or in the description. So anyway, let's hop in to the debate. One of the biggest, biggest takeaways from this was the time when Trump essentially refused to condemn white supremacy. Let's hop into multiple takes on this. So essentially what my goal here is to just talk through all sides of this, understand everything that went down, what people are reacting to, and obviously give you a bit of my own thoughts. So 
obviously you can start with diehard Trump supporters who will never really anyone who's a diehard diehard supporter of anything and isn't willing to you know question parts of it like i don't think that's an ideal way to look at things but obviously people who want to defend trump were saying that at first he did defend it by being by saying quote yes i'm willing to do that i want peace and then biden and wallace were kind of egging him on being like do it do it uh and wallace calls out the 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 group called the the Proud Boys, and Trump tells them to stand down and stand by. Um, I don't really see how you can interpret that as condemning white supremacy or supremacy of any kind. Uh, There's not really an excuse for that equaling condemning white supremacy. I just, it's not good. It is not a good look. He was given an opportunity to be straightforward about his stance, and he just wasn't. He just wasn't straightforward. It was very... Uh, it just I, I was surprised quite frankly that he was given this very clear question and answered it in a roundabout way it was very strange and it just it really sucks honestly it really sucks it's very frustrating to see especially for people who at this point were truly undecided and felt like okay I'm coming into this thinking Trump does some good things. He does some bad things. I've seen Biden do some good things. I've seen him do some bad things. I don't really know where to fall yet. I'm not sure. You know, I'm willing to be, this is someone, if you're someone who is willing to give both of them a chance, this inability to just straight up condemn white supremacy makes it so difficult to vote for Trump or or to like him or even just be willing to consider him for your your chosen candidate. It's so, it's really difficult, right? So, I don't know. It it really sucks, right? And I think it's just so tough because anyone, including me, who was willing to, you know, entertain both sides, look at Trump, hopefully objectively and say, I like that he does these things. I don't like these things about him. Now it gets way more complicated because, again, opportunity to straight up condemn white supremacy and violence, etc. And he basically, he failed to do it. It's really disappointing. It's, it really sucks. So, Let's get more complicated, though. I want to ask um, some very valid questions and some and just make a couple of points and just work through this situation, because um, I think it's good to have these thought experiments and just think through all of these things in the larger picture of the debate and, and this election. So, OK, let's say you want to compare to Biden, for example, you can ask. Does Biden really believe what he's saying about caring for people and and wanting to fix racial uh, injustice? Does he really care or is he just performing? Is he truly making a difference for minorities, especially for a lot of people point out the example of the crime bill? You know, is he really changing things? Hard to know. You, You can find evidence to prove that he is and you can probably also look at the evidence or different evidence and say that he's not. Like everything, that can be called into question. Uh, You can also ask, has the media unjustly or or, uh, unfairly slammed Trump more than Biden? Are they trying to put him in in more difficult positions and smear him every chance they get? Again, I'm framing these questions in a very general way because I just, I don't know the answers. I'm framing them as questions because I don't know the answers. Um, And I think there are multiple ways to answer these questions. And they're just kind of interesting thought experiments to think about what 
you know, this specific Trump refusing to condemn white supremacy, what does that mean? And what do we do with that information? And also, we are in a state where we're comparing the two candidates, you know, we can all we we can try to look at them objectively as an individual person, but in the end, we're making a decision between the two. So a couple more theories that I have read on the internet or heard uh, heard other people suggest. Um, One theory is people say that Trump hates the media so much that he never, ever wants to give them what they ask for. If he's asked asked any question, he, he answers it in a very roundabout way because he doesn't want to give a straightforward answer. And that's kind of what happened. It's almost exactly what happened with this uh, Chris, Chris Wallace's question. He gives them a very straightforward question and almost puts it in the wording he wants and, and Trump just doesn't, he just doesn't say it, you know, he doesn't give the answer he wants, right? that the the media wants. And and I think people have looked at other instances of him being interviewed and he's very, uh, he really doesn't like the media. So that could be another theory for, he just doesn't ever want to give them what they want, which is obviously just doesn't make sense. I don't know why you would be that, that against it, that you won't even give a proper answer. Like, even if you don't believe what you're saying, why would you just say nonsense just because you want to give us middle finger to the media? Anyway, that's one theory. Or maybe Trump is truly racist and maybe he doesn't care about black people in America. He doesn't care about minorities. He only cares about himself. Uh, and you can look at history, history of Trump and his his past situations. Like, for example, in real estate, there's, people talk about how he would only rent or, or lease to white families. Like there's examples that you can pull that suggest that he's not a good person. He doesn't care about black Americans, for example. You can say that. Another theory could be that Trump is so nervous about winning or he's so nervous that he, about losing the election that he is co- totally unwilling to lose his very strong voter base that is these extremist groups that, you know, as a as a ruthless businessman and marketer, he won't he, he won't even condemn this group because he knows that those people will vote for him. Which is also effed up, you know? I think that that's, it's not ideal either, you know? Like, you shouldn't ever compromise your beliefs because of what other people think, right? But this is not this, this is not just me and you on social media. (laughs) This is, this is an election as a president who's trying to get votes. So it's pretty messed up what he did overall. And, you know, if you can't outwardly condemn supremacy and be abundantly clear that you indeed do not support a group that is violent towards others, are you are you even anti-racist? Again, it's super, it's just such a shitty situation. And I still think though there's so many ways you can look at this and there's a lot of stuff that happens behind the scenes that we, that we don't truly know the answer to. To me, I'm extremely disappointed and I am upset and I I feel so torn because I'm feel further away from being able to say, Oh, Trump does good things and bad things. But you watch this and you're like, what the heck? I, I, I cannot support that. It's, it's really difficult. And anyone who is moderate or in the middle is definitely having a really hard time. Or he lost all of those people who potentially were going to vote for him. And we're waiting to figure out what, what his deal is on all this racial injustice stuff. Um, overall, I think a lot of people were disappointed how, how the debate went, uh, from both sides, uh, but specifically with Trump, it just really sucks to see that kind of behavior. 
Uh, on the other side of things, I don't think anyone is surprised by Biden's performance, you know, tripping up on words, struggling to get out a complete sentence or, or be coherent, uh, which, of course, was not made any easier by the fact that Trump interrupted him every other sentence. That was also not cool. And, you know, a couple of low blows from 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 Trump's side talking about Biden's son, etc. It's just it was not good. Um, overall, it seems like nobody won this debate. And we all just felt like shit after basically, that's what I gathered from the people uh, from my group who watched it and people on the internet, everyone was just like, that sucked, that really sucked. So anyways, um, next, still having to do with having to do with the debate. I have seen some people believe that the or suggest that the rest of the debates should get canceled, especially if they resemble anything like this first one that we had on Tuesday night. The argument is essentially the argument to cancel the debates is essentially that anyone who is curious about uh, each candidate's beliefs and approach to key issues and policies, that they can just go online to their website and see everything laid out there, right? You can just look up yourself what does Trump believe about this? Or why does, what does Biden want to do for healthcare or vice versa and find the information online? Um, and you know, I think that is true. You can certainly find the information. My belief is that I think it's still valuable in some way to see how these candidates interact, you know, watch them speak for an hour and a half, even if they don't clearly map out any plans or clarify their stance on any key issues like healthcare or COVID response or foreign affairs. I think the debates are a, are a staple of the election process and to watch them speak, argue, react to questions, etc., so that we learn more about them, you know, for better or for worse. I think that's a staple part of this process that it would be pretty bad if we lost it uh, and if we canceled it. Um, I don't I don't think. I don't, I don't think just because it's going poorly that we should just totally cancel it, you know, even if, even if the debates suck. I think more people, re, to be realistic, honestly, I think more people are going to tune in to the debates rather than take the time to do the research on their own. You know, the debates is this huge television event. Everybody's talking about it online. It has so much buzz and it's less effort to turn it on and just listen to them rather than take the time for an hour or more to research yourself online about the candidates and really be in depth and do your due diligence. Like just to just be realistic, I don't think as many people are willing to do that. Um, that's my assumption. Again, I could be totally wrong, but you know, I'm open to other arguments about this debate thing, but I'm certainly tuning into the rest of them. We have Kamala, Kamala Harris and Mike Pence next week. You know, I think the debates are important, even if it's a shit show, it's going to bring some kind of value in understanding the candidates further. Or honestly, maybe I'm totally wrong and the debates just totally fuck everything up and aren't representative of the people at all. I mean, think about it this way, like both Biden and Trump could be totally perform, totally performing and not believe half the shit they say. You know, they could just be saying things to win voters and that can be good or bad depending on the issue at hand. You know, uh, just to give some like generalized examples, if Trump is actually not racist and has made a difference for black Americans, but won't condemn white supremacy, that's not good. It, that's confusing and, and it's hard to know what he really believes or is doing right and then if biden says he cares about you sitting at home you know and 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 the the working american and wants to give people more opportunity but then he hasn't actually done anything during his time in the government and he's not actually going to facilitate facilitate real change that's also not ideal so we're kind of 
it kind of brings in this this thought experiment of do we want our candidates to just to perform and say all the right things but possibly not uphold the promises and be you know well spoken and and charismatic and unite people or would we rather a president that's just going to say whatever the hell he or she wants and you know say a lot of questionable things but possibly accomplish more. I don't even know if those go hand in hand or if one means the other or if one negates the other. I don't know the answer myself. Again, I just, I really like to put out these hypotheticals and, and I think it's valuable to consider these kinds of, these kinds of questions because there's, there's a lot of assumptions and we, we have, everyone has their own perspective on each candidate and each political party and everything going on in politics, depending on your own personal experience and, and what we consume in the news, you know? So I, I encourage everyone to think on all of these questions and po- pose these hypotheticals and just think deeper about everything we see in the debates and each candidate, their parties, et cetera, and just think through it. And then obviously do research. You know, I think I could ask a question and someone will say, I have this news article to prove why Biden does actually accomplish things. And okay, so that's great. So then I can take that into consideration I think a little further, you know, we are getting to the point where we need to stop with the hypotheticals and just look at the evidence, right? But I think we need to consider that the evidence is going to be a little bit different depending on the news source you're consuming it from and the perspective that you bring to that evidence. So anyway, last bit of political, uh, last bit of news in the political world. Trump got the Rona. The Rona got him. He has COVID-19, which also he's finally started calling it coronavirus instead of the China virus for once, which I just find interesting. Like, I'm surprised he didn't just dig further into the hole that he's been creating about calling it the China virus. Anyway, of course, we should all wish him well and then he gets better because if he doesn't, that would be very, very bad for the stability of this country. I don't think anybody wants to see what would happen if Trump got that sick. That would be very bad. Um, there could be some interesting outcomes though. You know, what if Trump recovers? No problem. He's like, yo, this COVID thing, this COVID virus ain't shit. I'm good to go. Open this bitch back up. Who knows? Can you imagine? I don't know. It would kind of be hilarious, but also maybe not. Who knows? Um, a- anyway, in all seriousness, I do hope he recovers really soon and we can get back to this election shiz on November 3rd, uh, because it's approaching and, um, it's ho- approaching quickly and man, things are, things are cray cray. So Okay. Um, anyways, enough of this election bullshit. I'm over it. It's just depressing to think about. I just, ugh, it sucks. Okay. I don't, ent- even though I talk about politics a lot, it really, it really is stressful. And, and watching the debate for an hour and a half, my, my blood, what the fuck is it called? My blood pressure, my blood pressure went up. I was stressed out. I had to do some yoga and meditation meditation afterwards because i was just so stressed out anyways i would like to share this fun piece of news that i just randomly found on the interwebs listen to this story it is just it's gonna make you feel great okay this motherfucking baller named al is 103 years old and he just broke a world record for the oldest tandem skydiver if that does not motivate you to be a badass bitch i don't know what does okay so here's the story this guy went skydiving on his 100th birthday which is a huge accomplishment uh, al you could have stopped there impressive okay so then he's like i'm gonna come back and i'm gonna break the world record for oldest skydiver 
and he freaking did it. Um, after he flew through the air, you guys should watch the video. It's just so heartwarming. This guy also, because he's, he's older, you know, his, his, uh, the elasticity in his skin is not what it used to be. So, you know, those pictures of people skydiving and the air just freaking pulling their cheeks back is hilarious. You should, I'll, I'll link the video and put a picture if you guys are watching. Um, anyway, he landed and the only thing he said was, I got a little dizzy, which it's okay, bro. I would also probably get dizzy. But he said, everything went perfect. Skydiving is a very safe sport these days. Statistically, it's more dangerous to get snacks out of a vending machine. I mean, bro, this guy fucks. This guy knows. This guy knows what's up. Al is a freaking homie. 103 years old. Skydiving, I mean, that is success, if you ask me. Just literally goals i i i hope i'm doing those kinds of things when i'm 103 this probably this guy's probably gonna live to 140 like amazing um my genuine question though is i'd really like to know what this guy's diet and and you know like lifestyle has been for the past 103 years if he didn't get a heart attack by skydiving i think young people would be at risk of a heart attack from skydiving so this guy is a is a baller and we should all look to al as an inspiration especially in these crazy times so anyway uh before we end this thing just want to reiterate that you guys should check out the rising on youtube with crystal and sauger um as we approach the election it's really good it's a really really good source of news in my opinion this was so short and i hope you guys don't mind that these episodes are short i'm just trying to keep it snappy keep it up to date um so yeah Join me for Sober October. You should totally do it. It feels so great. It seems like it's going to be hard, especially now because COVID and oh my God, life is crazy, but you should just do it because it'll feel so good. You will thank yourself at the end. And if you're going to celebrate Halloween and go out for that, then you can have a celebratory drink at midnight on Halloween. Isn't that fun? Or just keep going. I might see how long I can go because why not? Why not? Okay, cool. So Let's on end this on a positive note. Just remember to work hard, be a respectful, contributing individual, contribute to society, bring value to other people, and work hard. Don't give up on yourself. I don't know how why I got into this inspirational um section but why not okay I'm, I'm here to help you guys live a better life and be informed and be critical thinkers okay so stay fucking amped okay get excited about your future everything's gonna be fine and yeah um fantastic thank you for tuning in thank you for listening thank you for uh thank you to all my supporters and fans um and i just want to give a shout out to all you people who have been following me on Instagram and watching my videos and commenting since the beginning, I really appreciate you. You know who you are. You guys mean so much to me. And the idea that someone is getting value from what I'm doing just makes my little heart sing. And I love it. So keep it up. You guys are amazing. And um, yeah, have a great week. As always, please feel free to DM me any thoughts or questions or articles that you think are cool and you would like to hear my opinion on, questions, anything, hit me up 
I'm an open door. Um, you can follow the, you can follow me on me on Instagram at Bella Solonot, or you can follow the podcast or both, which is at 100 BS podcast. And you can email me and yeah, have a great week, everyone. Thank you for tuning in. Peace.